The Starving Artist is brought to you by Heavy Water Coffee with a time-honored passion for the craft. Heavy Water is selecting unique single-origin beans from all around the world and roasting them in micro-batches to maintain the highest level of quality control. High in quality, small in quantity. Head over to heavywatercoffee.com. Use promo code CaseyRyanMusic at checkout for 10% off your order. Again, that's heavywatercoffee.com. Promo code CaseyRyanMusic. All one word at checkout for 10% off your order. Starving Artist is also brought to you by Breed Love Guitars, the hallmark and mission to create perfect acoustic sound to match that sound with effortless playability and to craft a clean, modern, aesthetic instrument. Head over to breedlovemusic.com to check out their entire collection of a vast array of acoustic and acoustic electric instruments. Breed Love Guitars, play better, sound better. Okay, so one of my favorite people in the world here with me right now. Um, Thank you. Everybody say hello to Barb Trujillo. Thank you, thank you. I, hope, so, I tried to get the Mexican, the real Mexican trill there at the end. That was really good. Thank I, you. I can't even do that, and it's my own last name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, you're someone I admire very much, and um, you know, just from our, shit, I've known you about a year now, I guess, because yeah. of, yeah, it's yep. been about that time, so just uh, from when we worked together at Congress and playing there and everything, and we always had awesome conversations. Awesome conversations. And, uh, and uh, so... You're just you're uh, not only extremely intelligent, but I also think that you have a lot of, um, I guess, for lack of a better term, a lot of like street wisdom that I think a lot of yeah, people that would be pretty much yeah, pretty much it. Street wisdom is <laughs> yeah, but um, in a kind way to say it. No, but yeah. like that, I think that you know, it's just it's it's practical wisdom that I've always admired. Like just what you have to say. And not only that, like I I also have a lot of admiration for you for just how hard you try to be like that good of a person, you know, like just, you do a lot of fucking things. I mean, thanks. I, I do. And I like to keep busy. Um, people are my, are my thing. I love people. I love, uh, facilitating a good time, you know, being behind yeah. the bar and being behind the chair, Yeah. you know, making somebody feel good is the coolest thing yeah. ever. And, and, you, and you've been very good at that, especially like in, in, when, when we were like working together and like there'd be times yeah, when we I'd were be, a good team. Yeah. And yet you also helped calm me down a lot. And like, I think just, we, I think we did that yeah. for each other. Yeah. You I, know, I, I like to think so too. We worked but. really, really well together and we could see with the other one getting, you know, a little mm -hmm. something going on and we're like, wait, don't be messing with my bartender. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a total mama bear. Like, yeah, that. no, for sure. And I mean, and you could totally handle yourself. Yeah, yeah, but but, but it helped like knowing that like, yeah, you know, have my back in that aspect. Yeah. But also, uh, and as well as you did for me. Yeah, you know, well, we both definitely calmed each to. other down. Yeah, for no, sure. You did for sure. But um, so I mean, uh, something that like a lot of people probably obviously in Tucson know, but I mean, just for listeners everywhere, Barb is um, she's basically I would say the most adamantly known bartender in Tucson. I mean, Thank you've you. been that's super sweet. You've been at Congress for you know well, twenty seven years. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, and I love it. It's my home. It's crazy. Yeah, I raised my son. You know. Yeah, just through just all of that. Through all of this, and yeah. you know, I took care of my mom. And and, and it's one thing you were telling me too about how like much just the area has changed but congress kind of was like your just like your staple and like it's, your anchor through my anchor is, yeah. is a great way of putting it you know we have our you know our our family there and it just i mean what did you think didn't you it feels like yeah a family there? I, I definitely did i mean like you know it was obviously just like supplemental income for me at, at the time and as it, as it is for perfectly. you yeah and like um i noticed that everybody was really welcoming whether i was you know performing there or bartending whatever and everybody was really kind to me yeah. in that aspect and um yeah i did it felt like like right off the bat, like usually 
usually when you start in a new place, it's either like, there's always like a couple people that are like, fuck that guy. Like, yeah, <laughs> you got, you got to pay your dues. Yeah. Like yeah. But like, it wasn't like that at all. So no, and I, and I really try like when we get, you know, new people just because it's kind of like going into a gym or going into mm-hmm. someplace that's already hard enough to walk into mm-hmm. and knowing you're either the new person or something like that. You always, you know, you got to welcome them. Yeah. And then, you know, if, if you make fun of them or poke at them, that means you like them. Yeah, exactly. You know? And, and I mean, yeah. And what I loved about you and me, especially because like, I felt like I could be myself like right away with 100%. you and that's kind of like uh kind of a little bit what I wanted to talk to you about um I'm gonna ask, obviously ask you a couple questions and then um we also had some like like I don't want to call them fucking fan questions because that sounds I love fan questions I but love, I love your like, fan questions but yeah I have some I had some great. people email me um oh and, and real quick if you'd like to uh, email any questions or, to the show that we'd like to that you'd like to hear discussed on any episode you can uh, email info.thestarvingartistpodcast at gmail.com and just submit whatever questions you'd like and we'll get to those at the end but um Again, I, I, I love you a lot for just like your efforts. I mean, you do from whatever it's like axe throwing, boxing, working out. I mean, you do a lot of things and I and I really admire that because I think that as a person who does the same and likes to stay yeah, really busy, you. yeah, it, it uh it's people like us I think have an overactive brain unless we quiets fucking the just, mind. Yep. And we're much nicer people. Like you're yeah. much nicer when you do yoga. Hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or just, or just any or just I mean, when you play. All yeah, all of it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, working out like a fucking terrorist definitely calms my mind a little bit. And yeah. like, I can only expect that it does the yeah, same throwing thing. Throwing those but. elbows. So, um, so one of the things I was going to talk about, but like, so correct me if I'm wrong, but like, you don't like, you don't drink or do drugs or anything like that. And like, no, but, I'll have but, an occasional drink, yeah. you know, but no, yeah. generally no. Yeah. But like, so, so I think in your past, did you have experiences with those things? Um, and did you kind of like, not a whole lot. I drank. You yeah. know, did the occasional amphetamine logic, but you know, <laughs> it wasn't, you Same. know, that kind yeah. of a thing. I was always pretty much taking care of, you know, people that were like tripping or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, I could have fun pretty much doing yeah. anything. So, so, so I guess, so because of that, I mean, so what, what was it like for you? I mean, I know that you lost a person in your life who's very important to you from an addiction right. as, as did I, um, I mean, my dad's was self-inflicted, but he did, he was an addict and also my mom. Well, so was, so yeah. was, you know, mine. Yeah. It was definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I know suicide or just death from addiction in general is, is pr- pretty much the same thing. I guess they're not really mutually exclusive, but so, I mean, how, how did that have an effect on you and how did it change you? I mean, like, well, you got to understand also, like in the past, like my father was an alcoholic mm-hmm. and I moved from Tucson to Phoenix and I had a softball scholarship and then I started working at a record store. Yeah. Tower so, Records, Tower right? Tower Records yeah. for seven years. That's dope. So yeah. I saw so much and I had so much fun, you know what I mean? And then I came back here and, uh, you know, just being in the hair industry, music industry, um, working in the music industry, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, bar I mean, you get all that in there. Yeah. And so. Not necessarily the most conducive environment to keep yourself. Yeah, but when you're young, you don't really realize that. And you don't really realize how these things affect affect you when you're, you know, 17, 18, and then you get older, Mm -hmm. you know, but how, to answer your question, how has it changed me losing? I've lost many people to addiction. So when I was 20, 22, I lost a boyfriend to addiction. Mm -hmm. So, uh. It's been one of those uh, weird constants in my life. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, and it's, it's weird too, because what I also love about you is like, and I'm sure like 
you know, behind closed doors, oftentimes you probably struggle with your own like dark thoughts because 100%. of that. So like, I mean, would you say that, you know, how, I guess in those moments, like say that, you know, after your Rose Roy, right? Rose Roy, yeah. yeah. My ex-fiance. So after, when he passed away, I mean, like, what was your, I mean, where did you go from there? I mean, oh, how did. Oh man. Well, I just lost my mom like a year before that. I lost 10 people of my family and friends before that in 2018. You know, Harold, my bartender. Yeah. You know, I worked with him for 11 years and, you know, family members and, you know, after Roy and, you know, we found my neighbor a couple weeks after. It was crazy. And then Churchill. Just almost like a curse of it. Yeah. Yeah, it was just one of those. But I never, you know, this is what I don't do is I don't go, why me? Because it's like, why not me? You know, it's, oh, okay. you know what I'm saying? It's like, why not me? I mean, things could, I always thought things could be worse. Yeah. You know, I mean, I never would ask. I always knock on wood. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm glad sure. they're not. Glad it's not worse. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a really healthy mentality. And I think it's something that a lot of people struggle with. I mean, even, even, even me, like for me, I don't know. It's weird. Like, you know, over the last eight months, I mean, we've been in kind of the same boat, whether it's like losing fucking our ability to make money or whatever. But like. Then when like other shit that you weren't expecting gets on top of that, you're like, sometimes you just like, you reach a point, at least that I did, where you just, you throw your hands up in the air and you're just like, I can't fucking control this. So here's the thing. I bet that we're similar in. So when pre COVID we had, we were doing like work, you were doing music. I was Mm -hmm. doing boxing, everything, everything was going so fast. So we had always had something to do, you know, but then when COVID hit, it was like, um, when problems and we think about these things, it's like, it's even more. Yeah. Because we can't make somebody uh, a drink and make them happy. We we don't get that reciprocation. Yeah. You know, we don't get that, you know, you don't get that um, where your audience is there. You know, yeah. me being behind the bar, that was my audience. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 100%. And, it's, your, and it's your stage. It's yeah. your, it yeah. was my stage. So I always said, I'm the... Uh, you're the rock star. I'm the roadie. Yeah. The bar's the, bar's the yeah. stage and that's... You know, so I don't think I had, uh, for me, the opportunity to make to and I, and and that's a very enabling thing to say because I am an enabler, not gonna lie. <laughs> but uh, you know, to make them have a good time, that's really not what I mean. But like to experience that because we just feed off of each other. And yeah. I genuinely love to see somebody happy. So yeah. I think that's. Yeah, um, I was just having this conversation with somebody else too about that, like how good it feels to watch somebody. Whether, whether it's just a stranger or just someone you love or whatever, like just watching somebody do something that makes them happy. It's, watching somebody do their passion. It's like an emotional thing. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. It could be fucking if you're a plumber. I mean, there's yeah. nothing against that, obviously, but like... No, just, yeah. yeah. But but yeah, through, through I think, immense... Like, for me at least, when, when things seem as if though they're insurmountable and I can't... There's nothing I can do but like just do, I guess Frozen says, just do the next right thing, you know? And, and, and that can seem hard because like that, going back to what you said about that why me mentality. And I think that victim's mentality is a fucking curse. It's horrible. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's so horrible. prevalent right now. Well, and that's what's really crazy because I've never really felt like that through all the, you know, the death and heartache and, and all that stuff that I had the past year and a half. So going back to work, you know, at, at Congress and that kind of thing, I was just like, yeah, I know it's going to be different. The psychologically effect of everybody is going to be different, but I'm going to make a, it's going to be good. Yeah. And I was ready for those tears too. Mm-hmm. But when I went back, you know, it was so different. It was, 
Yeah. So what's that been like? I mean, like, so, you know, like when you said, you just kind of want to throw your hands, hands up. Cause you're just like, I'm doing the best I can to keep myself clean, to keep my, my guests clean, learn these, you know, cocktails, um, you know, just, just, uh, do the right thing. You know what I mean? And yeah. just be, you know, and then, and also being, you know, cognizant of like, of, I mean, your own sanity too, because I mean, there's, there, there's, with all these restrictions and stuff, I mean, and again, like for better, for worse, I mean, that's just the fucking it's just, situation. It's just how it is. It's yeah. Just, it's just what we have to do now. Yeah. I mean, like I, yeah, whether you fucking disagree with it or not, it just, it's, it's just, just what we have to do. It's just where we are we, now. Yeah. Yeah. So. I and mean, and it wasn't even about the masks or anything like that. Cause everybody's been so good and pull from employees on to our guests that come in, you know, we have the temperature and everybody's been really compliant, yeah. you know? Um, but I, I tell you, you put two drinks in somebody and, and tears, like they're either happiness yeah. or sadness. And, it, and it's just, I've gotten, I've gotten teared up, yeah. you know, cause people are like, you really remember me? And I'm like, yeah. yes. I had this great story of this, uh, girl came and she was like, you served me the best cocktail. My mom and I came in the tap room and it was just a killer story. And yeah. I got a little teared up, but you know, but, but it, it helps knowing the, in, in those moments that like, you know, I made somebody's exactly. for a second. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that right now, especially people fucking need that. Like even, yeah. even for me, I've noticed like I've turned into a fucking softie over the last eight months. Like I'll get like teared up about shit that like, I just never, I don't know, maybe in the right context I would have in the past, but now it's just like, I don't know, it's water. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but I've turned into a hard savage. Yeah, no, there you just go. You're fucking badass. <laughs> just, you're, you, nah. you are a bad bitch. I'll give you oh, that. Thank but. you. Thank you. But no, I, I feel you like I emotionally. Yeah, completely. I, I, you know, I always, I'm, I cry, but yeah. I mean, definitely seeing people, you just don't know where it, it, you just hug them. And then it just is like water. Yeah. It's like tears of happiness. And, yeah. And that's a beautiful thing to see. Yeah. I mean, just especially throughout the, just the immense sadness of, you know, people fucking losing their jobs and their houses and their relationships and whatever else. It's really cool. But I saw one of my good friends today. I haven't seen for a while. Al Perry. He's a okay. musician. Oh, cool. Tucson. He's great. And, and I've been doing his hair for years and years and years but it was so great to see him yeah. you know so yeah. great to see people yeah and and that was a, the biggest thing too is like that i've realized especially over the last eight months or so is just how much like because i mean i told you this before when i talked to you just about like i'm not like i, I like to spend a lot of time alone like a lot of time alone so like too much people was like Ugh, but then you go from that to no people yeah then you realize that we're social creatures and totally, we fucking 100%. need it so it's, it should be normalized just in general to change your opinion on things. But so there's another thing I wanted to ask you about because, um, and, and I, I don't think this is like an insincere thing in you at all because like, I, I love it about you. You, you have the, you have like your own identity and I love that about you. Like, just like from the way you talk to people, the way you dress and like, I, I just, I, it's, it's a beautiful thing to see someone to be so confident in who they are and true to yourself. So like, okay. how, how did you... I mean, how did you kind of get the confidence to, to, you know, be your true self and did it take like over your entire lifetime or was it something you developed when you were younger or? I think my mom, my mom always yeah. just always had the confidence in me and just said, be who you are yeah. as long as you believe in yourself and, you know, true to your heart and yeah. it, it doesn't matter what anybody thinks as long as you're following your heart, your passion. Yeah. And as long as, um, I'm not hurting anybody, um, um, I just do what I do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really, I don't really care what people think about me. Like maybe, you know, like the right people. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. and, and even that, like I can love you, but maybe not like what you, how you wear your hair. 
But I yeah. love you. Do you know what I mean? What's wrong with my hair? What's wrong? I mean, but your hair is beautiful. That's your hair is fucking right. fly. I know you're a hairstylist. I know what you're fly. thinking, like fucking trip, trip. But no, I'm, I'm doing just, it this time. I'm gonna fucking grow it out. I'm gonna do it this time. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, so, so yeah, yeah I, I just think yeah. that you just have to have uh, confidence just to uh, just fuck it, just fuck it, yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something that I didn't really get until I was probably like 25, and like and like even. Even even now, like I notice at times when I catch myself doing it, and I'm like, just fucking, you know, like. But I'm. I think the difference now is like, if I catch myself thinking along those terms, I'm able to be like, no, it doesn't matter. Like, just yeah, just fuck it. Like that, that's yeah. funny. That, it's funny that we both said fuck it because uh, my uncle Brad gave me like that advice um, when I was like 21. I just got out of like like the one and only like super toxic relationship I ever had, and and he sat me down. And he's like, Casey, like you just have to learn how to say fuck it, and that's st- that stayed with me in moments of doubt, in moments of like, whatever, just like if I'm, if I'm on the fence about a decision or being indecisive oh, yeah. or insecure, like I just say, fuck it. Like, yeah, whatever. Cause like really, honestly, the, the outcome of any situation is going to be a lot worse in your head than it actually is going to be. Well, yeah. And yeah. you know, you think that everybody's looking at you and, uh, and especially with social media and, oh, and fuck, all that. <clears throat> So in your mind, you're going, everybody's looking at me. Everybody's critiquing me. Everybody's saying this, or in my mind, I, I'm speaking. When in reality, nobody really gives a fuck. Yeah, like for a second, they're like, "Yeah, you look exactly," but then they're they don't care, you know. It's not like they go to, and if they go, if they do go to bed thinking about it, then like that, they're fucking weird. (laughs) Anyways, yeah, yeah, and and just think of it, you know, it's uh, I don't know, I just don't like to have people live rent free in my head. Yeah, you know that may. Oh, I love that. I don't. It's just not. It's not cool for me because in the end, you know, because I'm I I'm seether. You know, Mm -hmm. like if something is in there, I have to work it out. Mm -hmm. Uh. But I just can't let that let that happen because, in, you know, it sounds so cliche, but it only does hurt me. You know, if somebody's, you know, a- making me angry or if I'm not communicating, you know, to somebody, uh, we're not communicating. Yeah. That, yeah. Th- that's, that's when sometimes it's like, fuck it. I have yeah. no control over it. I can't change it. Fuck it. And then I just pivot to something else. Usually like a... Uh, that's that's a beautiful way to be. And I'm fucking awful at that. And I, I try to But it's taken me way. a long time. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. Um... So yeah, even even on that token, like as far as the communication thing, I mean, I mean, obviously, like you and I can communicate really well with our words and stuff. But like, I, I found like I find that even like if I'm you know after a show or whatever, like trying to talk to people face to face is a lot harder than it used to be because I don't people just don't do it like right. But don't you find it's harder to talk after a show? Because you're just so like amped up. Yeah, that's true. That's definitely and like I kind of just want to get the fuck out of yeah, there. Yeah, you just want to get out. You just handle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's because all your adrenaline. Like when I used to play roller derby, I used to uh, like play a couple games and then I just like jam back to the bar and be behind there. But in yeah, that yeah. whole moment, I had to be super quiet. Yep. Just like and then your it was thoughts. all madness. Yeah, and again. then you're okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you're with uh, communicating. I think people. I need to see the inflection. Or in your or hear the inflection in your voice and see your eyes mm-hmm. and you know I, like a text. There's so much that can get. Yeah, just that's one thing that I love about you too because you always call and I, and I love that about you. I mean, like we've texted a little bit, but like, but just, I call. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm old school. No, no, no I, I, that's great. Um, I've actually started uh, as of like recently starting to just do that if I have something that like meaningful that I want to say, just just fucking call. And like a lot of people don't even answer because it's like. They're like, why the fuck? It's like weird for somebody to call you nowadays. It's so stupid. But. See that for me because I'm always calling yeah. like yeah. three in the morning. Like my friend Zondra, who's also a bartender, like Z, what's up? 
She's yeah, like, did you get? Did you just get off? I just got off, or like whatever. Then you guys just go over. Then the, we just go over the whole night. Yeah, the night We've been yeah. doing that for years. That's awesome. The that, and that helps chats. a lot too to just kind of like decompress the mind a little bit too. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so along that along that same token, another thing I wanted to ask you is uh, about like um, being kind to yourself. So like as a self aware person, and I know you are. So what what do you struggle with most in you know treating yourself well when you are you know having times of doubt or like whatever like what what kind of what are the thoughts that kind of go into your mind or and like how do you mitigate that it's a great question because past uh last i guess it was last week um i've always been pretty good about uh, you know communicating how i feel and that kind of thing and knowing where my feelings are coming from but it was a couple weeks after i got back to work mm-hmm. and i was just feeling completely overwhelmed you know learning new drinks, learning new things. Um, I didn't practice axes that yeah. week, so I felt like a chump. Yeah. And, you know, I hadn't, you know, I haven't talked to my son for a little bit, so I felt like a bad mom. Then I was like, I have plantar fasciitis that's getting better. Oh, shit. So I... Were you just like... like oh, I, right. I had I went to the doctor and... Uh, just your shoes you were wearing? Or no, what? it was no. just... I, well, I broke my toe and I kept kicking the... Oh, shit. But I kept kicking barefooted, so I kept breaking it. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. I kept breaking my toe, so it caused me to walk weird, which caused, which I should have like put, yeah. you know, wrestling shoes on. So I finally got that. Anyways, so it was that was getting better, but still I couldn't perform to my work. You know, I couldn't work out like I wanted to. So all that just kind of came down like Saturday night. Like you're a terrible mom. You're a terrible boxer. You haven't even thrown mm. axes. You can't even learn these drinks. And like I was like fucking where did this come from like and just like being so unkind to myself and just being terrible you know and that really freaked me out because I've never ever said that to myself or even like the whole why me like that didn't come to play but it was more like why are you being so terrible and then I reached out to my friend Mandy because it was pretty dark it was pretty scary and, uh, you know I just saw her in tears and you know it's just like dude it was this is just rough and uh, she's like, would you ever talk to me that way? And I was like, what do you mean? Like, the things you told me that you said about yourself, would you talk to me that way? And I said, never. She's like, oh. you don't really get permission to do that to yourself. I love you. Damn. That's and a I was like, oh, my oh, God. Oh, man, seriously. That's, that's a, a killer friend right there. That, that is a that wonderful, is a great friend. Great friend. That's to look you in the eyes thing. and say, yeah. you don't get to talk to yourself like that because those things aren't true. And what a perfect thing to say at that moment. And like the fact that she had the foresight in that moment to say that to yeah. you. Yeah. Just that's like, incredible. Yeah. Like, don't, no, you don't get to do that. And I was just yeah. like, oh my God. So that's when, you know, I started, you know, to like start thinking, you know, okay, got my arms, I got my legs, Mandy's right. You know, practice more. Just do what you can. You know what I mean? Just do what I can. And I literally felt like I was had my nails in, like crawling to. And I've never really felt that way. And I've had a lot of crazy stuff. I'm like I'm 52. I have had so many crazy experiences. But Mm. that one, a couple weeks ago, I have wonderful friends, and you just have to reach out. Like, I Mm. mean, it could have. If I was a different person or a different time in my life, maybe I would have started drinking, or maybe you know. But I see people think that, you know, everybody's okay or whatever. And like, when I go to my bar, when I go, that's just it. Like I am okay. Mm -hmm. But like when I go home, you know what I mean? Some that, especially last week, that was just crazy. Yeah. 
I, I noticed because the same thing happens to me, like when I'm going through that is like, it, it usually never happens when I'm like doing the things that I need to do. But there's this uh, book, it's actually over here, but it's called The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. And uh, it's, it's a really easy read, but like what he describes, what you just described is, uh, it's a form of what he calls resistance. And it's basically, resistance can be anything from self-deprecating thoughts or self-limiting beliefs or deficiency motivation or just... Um, that desire to self-sabotage because like imposter syndrome, you know, and like I fucking struggle with all of that shit. Yeah. And, and, well, that sounds, that, were you in my brain? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, so um, I, I try to keep that in mind too, because like um, I, I, I always get like the baseline things that I need to get done, but like there's, there's definitely some times where like, you know, where I need, I know I need, should fucking play the piano for two hours. And then I'm just like, nah, and then like, I'll like put it off. And then, and then I come 11 o'clock at night and then I go like, I'm laying in bed and like, I'm like, I didn't fucking do that. Like, why didn't you do that? Like, exactly. And that thought pattern, well, for one thing, it, it can be mitigated by just re resisting the resistance and doing the thing, doing the but thing. also like being a little patient with yourself too. And, and that's, that's, that's a, the hardest thing ever. So and I know you, hard. I know you struggle with that. Yeah, it's Cause bad. I mean, I, I struggle with being patient. Patient is not and that's what I've learned through this pandemic is to be patient. Like, yes. do you remember like when we were working at our bar, it was like three people deep. So there, you yeah. know, it was fast and hard. And now mm -hmm. it's like totally like one at a time. Yeah. And that's just painful. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, Cause yeah. you just want to like, well, cause I think that you and I probably, I mean, I could say this with confidence that you, you know, you and I both thrive in like the fast yeah. paced and like, I'm Action. Just, that's just like my, Adrenaline. It's my fucking life in general though. Like, like that's why I do 40 million things. Cause it's like, I just, I gotta fucking be doing shit. I gotta juggle yeah. it cause I can't drop that ball. hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, totally. But, uh, but yeah, so, but just along the lines of patience again, I mean, I, and, and kind of going back to what you said about, you know, you have to reach out to people and like, that's something that I've always, that's the on. hardest thing. Yeah. I because did. I just fucking, that's the hardest thing to yeah, do. I recluse into myself oftentimes and I just, um, but I've made a decision very recently to just like understand that I can utilize these people cause that's what they're fucking there for. Because if it, and again, they love you and they want, yes. and they want you to be there. And then they're, they're like, you know. Parker's another one. My Parker. I love Parker. Yeah, Parker that we work with. Yeah, he's the best. He is, yeah, he's, he's awesome. I uh, I tried to get him on to do this. Um, but, oh, he'd be great. Well, like, I wanted to do it because of the election and shit. Because he's like... <laughs> he's a numbers guy, too. He just like... And he's so I, smart. Yeah, he's so he's smart. He's so intelligent. Yeah, he's, he's an amazing guy. And really funny. Um, and he's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but he, he texted me. He was like... He's like, no, I'm going to say some shit that gets me in trouble. I'm like, dude, it's, dude I mean, just do it. It's just, yeah, that's why I told him. So you should convince him to do it. Yeah, yeah but, I will. I'll, but, I'll, I'll work on it for you. Yeah, but um, but yeah, so I really love like all that. That was amazing what you said because a lot yeah, of people- to reach out. Yeah, a lot of people can take that into consideration too because I think that, I think that people are a lot more self-critical than a lot of people think like even the most arrogant person that you see like that arrogance all that is is a manifestation it, well, insecurity yeah it's a manifestation of insecurity and they're insecure because they're either not getting the reciprocation they desire or the admiration they desire and like that's kind of people's it goes back and you talk to about love languages I mean it's just people need to be loved in the right way which is what I love about you because you're really good at figuring that out about people like right away almost yeah yeah and and, and I I've and, and I've observed it in you many times and like, and sometimes, you know, it doesn't go the way that you necessarily wanted it to, but like, you're also sometimes very right. good at just being like, yep, nope, moving on to something else. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. I think I give uh, the amount of love 
and not too much to think this something's going elsewhere. Yes. You know, I, I try to do that and I don't like to mislead people into like, because yeah. I'm super huggy, kissy, lovey and, you know, things go in a different <laughs> direction in two seconds. <laughs> With yeah, not even especially if to. they've had something to drink, for sure. Right, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I forget about that sometimes. Like, I forget about that I'm serving, you know, I mean, like, I don't oh, forget yeah. about I'm serving These alcohol. These people are fucked up. I'm like, yeah, they've yeah. been drinking. They've had a couple <laughs> drinks. Yeah. yeah. Right, I'm going to read an ad real quick. Uh, the Starving Artist is brought to you by G7th Cable Company. G7th Capos are the most powerful and dynamic capos on the market today. Seamless playability and adjustments with ease and a huge selection to suit the needs of any live performer or simply anyone who plays guitar and needs to adjust keys for faster vocal to guitar transitions. Head over to g7th.com and browse their online shop now and see all of the deals they are offering. Again, that is g7th.com. The Starving Artist is also brought to you by Flight Sport Supplements. At Flight, we are passionate about two things, faith and fitness. We as an organization exist to provide you with great products and information to help you build a healthy body and achieve your fitness goals. Head over to flightsport.com. Use promo code CaseyRyanMusic for 10% off at checkout. Again, that's flightsport.com. Promo code CaseyRyanMusic for 10% off at checkout. Okay, so going to get to these questions here real quick. Killer. Okay. By the way, I love you. I so love good you to too. see you. Thank you for doing this. It's it great to see to you. Um, especially before I head back up north, but uh, uh, I know. I know. I know. Fucking We'll life. be connected for fucking, a very long time. Forever. Fucking yeah, life, fuck yeah. Barb. I'm going to show life. up there. Just like, show, what the hell? Dude, you love my hometown. It's fucking amazing. I've showed you. I'm sure. Yeah, it's beautiful. Okay, so again, uh, for anybody listening or on Spotify or watching on YouTube, if you want to ask any questions, email info.thestarvingartistpodcast at gmail.com. That's info.thestarvingartistpodcast at gmail.com. So Caden uh, out of Los Angeles, California says, I struggle with self-motivation. How do you find time to do all of the things you know will be good for you in the long run? Um, do you want to go first? Answer that one. Self-motivation. Self-motivation. How to, get, how to get yourself out of the fucking bed and just go, you know? Oh, man. My dogs. My dogs. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, because I open my eyes and I'm like, all right, got to feed my dogs. Then from there, it's like, all right, got to, you know, do my clients. And then from there, it's like, got to take care of people at Congress. Got to go to yeah. the gym. Um, that's how I do it. Mm-hmm. Just one step at a time. Like, yeah. Got to do this. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm a list yeah. writer too. Oh, I was. That's funny. You just fucking list. took that out of my head because that's what, exactly what I was going to say. Lists are a lifesaver for me, even if it's even if it's something mundane as like check the mail, just uh, like dump the just, bathroom trash. Yeah, just yeah, shit just, to, just whatever. Shit to check off. Yeah. The list. I have a whiteboard. I have two whiteboards. I have one on my on my door, and then one in my in my uh, kitchen. Yeah, and then I even have little lists. On, I mean, I just write them down. Yeah, and yeah, I think it's not only a good to just it's a, a feeling of accomplishment checking off things off the list, oh, yeah. but also like it holds you accountable. You know, like if you especially if you write something down that you need to do tomorrow. I think that's yeah. a great point. I think if you have a list, you check it off. You uh, there's something inside you that you're like, I was accountable for that, so therefore it's gonna keep yeah. going. The accountability thing is huge for me because yeah. I'm like. I did that. Oh, yeah. 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 And it's like, it gives you a little sense of pride. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody, I think everybody's journey to self motivation is kind of like subjective in their own. But yeah, Caden, either, yeah, I mean, fucking, you heard it from Barb by yeah, get a, got a damn dog. Get a dog, write a list, shoot. Get fucking two dogs. Why not? If you can, if you can swing it. All right. Uh, Kyle out of Phoenix, fucking pretty close to us. What's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you? It's a tough. Oh, God. I, oh, man, I got so it. many. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh my God. Oh man. Okay. Um. For me, one one comes to mind in particular that was really embarrassing. Okay, so this was like 
seven years ago. Oh my God. <laughs> so I was driving down the road in my hometown and like, I was picking my nose. I'm going to be fucking straight just up. Like about up it. I was there. fucking, like, I was getting after it while I was driving, you know, just like, you know, I wasn't at 10 and two. I was like, you're just like, up it. you're like at, at 12. <laughs> yep, exactly. So, and then I was just so like immersed in that activity that like I pulled up, we pulled up to a stoplight and I was just doing that. And then I looked to my right <laughs> and there was a group of like four 16 year old girls, like all laughing at me and pointing like, he's at really me. cute, but he's picking his nose. I don't think they thought that. Cause I was like, <laughs> I think I was like right out of the gym and just fucking, and like, and then I, and then they, they literally did like the L on the forehead. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, so that's probably, that, that was a bad one. I, I thought about that for a few weeks. I was like, fuck that really like, I need to be more cautious about my personal activities, but yeah. Yeah. What about you? Anything that comes to mind? Well, I know my friends, Carmen and Tina could like tell me a whole bunch, but, um, well, oh man. Well, oh, you're just that fucking. No, this is this is a this is a terribly crazy one. So when I played roller derby, okay, like you know everybody knows I have big boobs, whatever. But <laughs> whatever, whatever. <laughs> but I always would wear like you know like shorts under my fishnets or whatever because nobody wants you know that's just gross. And you know I always had like a sports bra, so like no nips would be like coming out. Yeah. So my son was probably maybe in sixth grade, and he took his friends to go see roller derby. Oh and, you shit. Know, yeah, and you know, and a lot of these people, I mean, I've known these parents forever and stuff like that. And roller derby's, you know, it's pretty family friendly at yeah. this point in time. It was. And uh, so I had this shirt that was buttoned down. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, just like checking this girl. And like the three boys were standing there. <laughs> God, my son's going to kill me. And so like my shirt came open, but I had like a sports bra on, but I was like, oh my God, that was probably the most oh, embarrassing. Shit. Yeah, especially like with an audience. Well, yeah, and there was like, you know, hundreds of people there. But my son was like, and his friends were right there. Oh, and I was like, God. oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, there was, there was, I have a similar one, kind of. This is probably number two. So one time I was at the gym, and oh, my God, this fucking sucked. I forgot about this. It, and it always involves like a group of girls seeing me. That's it. Okay. So, <laughs> this is going to be is, good. Okay. So I was at the gym, I was on the leg press machine. And I'm just fucking, you know, headphones in, just fucking, yeah. <laughs> just getting I'm it. Fucking, hey, what? Look at me working out. I was like, I think I was doing, yeah, I was doing. Were legs. you grunting? Yeah. I was. I, I don't do that. I mean, Good. maybe it was don't a don't be bit. a grunter. I, I was more like, ooh, you know, I don't know what the fucking noises I make. <laughs> Anyways, I was on the leg press machine, and like I racked the leg press, and I stood up, and like the oh, the no. thing like caught my shorts and pulled it down. <laughs> and I don't know if I mean, obviously, people listening to this understand that like. The propensity for the male penis to be small versus big is a pretty big gap. <laughs> and when you're at the, I mean, luckily I had a little bit of a, you know, fucking chub going, but like they, yeah, they all like four just, fucking girls again saw it. That was fucking embarrassing. You always have like a group. It's never just yeah, one or two. It's, it's always, always a group. Like a group. And, then, and then literally I had to just go. I just pulled up, I just got my shit and left. Don't even, nope. Don't need to work out today. Yeah. So that, yeah, that I figured this, that would be a good question. And yeah. God damn. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, times. All right. But, you know, I guess I just, if it feels em- like, you know, if it feels embarrassing, it's like, there you go. Yeah. You know? I think, uh, and and also this, and this is like grade school knowledge, but like, if you reverse something on, and like make fun on of it them, about oh, yourself. 
Do you want to hear a good one yeah. on reversing yeah. the embarrassment? So Do we it. were doing, I was at the gym. And so we were doing these things where the partner gets up, they stand up above you and they throw their legs. Yeah. And so you're supposed to, you know, uh, they're looking down and they're throwing your legs and you, you know, your head's kind of up cause you don't want to like put your head back. So I was like, okay, how many am I at? And he looked down and all of his sweat dripped into my mouth. Oh God. Like it didn't. Like it hit the back of my, th- I just swallowed and he was You're, all. <gasps> at first, maybe you were like a little like, oh, what's up? No, what's I up? was just like, I kind of like almost choked, started laughing and they were mortified. And I'm like, it happens. It ha- yeah. And they were freaked out. And you know, like yeah. I was just like. Well, that, mm. that also goes to show to your uh, empathetic heart. Yeah, you because, know, I didn't want to make anybody uncomfortable. Yeah. That's because like, I, I feel that sometimes like when I see some, like, and I witness an embarrassing situation, like. Especially, I mean, like, fucking all my years bartending, I'm sure you yeah. saw it too. Like, just like, like whether it's a guy. Or just like get, pouring a bottle and all the liquor comes out, oh, like I mean, the horse spouts. Yeah. Do you that. just got to like pretend like, you just got to like Plus, ride I'd it out. I fucking used to break shit all the time. Oh my God. But I was a breaker. Like but, right here? Yep. I right saw here, that. I broke it and I went down and I had to go uh, to the doctor oh, to get Jesus. like seven stitches. Yeah. Oh God. And yeah. it was crazy because that doctor remembered me. I remembered him, but I didn't want to say anything because, you know, you can't tell somebody... Hey, I saw you from the club. You yeah, know, yeah, I just, yeah. I'm very discreet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I knew what he drank. He drank like a vodka OJ in a tall glass, one drink. Like, that's it. That's all he drank the whole night. And he was all dancing. This was years and years and years ago. Anyways, he was sitting there and I told my Uncle Ed who went with me to get it stitched up. And then he's like, hey, are you the bartender from Congress, right? And I was like, yeah. Well, you, like, do, you do have a memorable I'm like, persona. vodka OJ. He's like, you remember what I drank? And I'm like, yeah, of course yeah, I do. It's my job, homie. Yeah. It's so my like, job, doc. Yeah. Monday nights yeah. all the time. I see <laughs> There you, you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but just, yeah, even like, yeah, watching guys like hit on girls and <sighs> just getting, rege- I mean, like uh, just so much. And like, so, and, and sometimes, I it's mean. It's so sad. 90% of the time, the guy's a fucking cunt anyway, but like. The, the small percent of times that it's actually like a nice guy that you can tell. That kills me, yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm always like, you know, he was like, really nice. Go, man. Like, here, here, here. Or I'll try to talk to the girls like, you know, that dude's really cool. Yeah, he's, not, he's not, yeah. you know. Yeah, he's not a creep. But I think like, just even on that topic, like even engagements between men and women, and I don't know like. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be yeah. crazy because really realistically, I, you know, masks aren't going to go away for like another probably year, would you yeah. say? I, uh, I miss teeth. I miss jacked yeah. up teeth. I miss smiles. Yeah, my optimism yeah. for when shit's going to be normal again is depleting every day. Yeah. Well, just, here's the thing: it's going to be different. I mean, it's never going to be normal. You know, it's not. Well, like, what is yeah. normal? You know, exactly. it's, it's going to be don't different. Know it, yeah. And if we constantly think the new normal or normal, we're always we're going to disappoint ourselves. So we just yeah. got to like, you know, day by day. Okay, what do we got to do? Just you know, let's mm-hmm. just let's just figure it out and do it so we can get to a different place, whatever yeah. that place is. You yeah. Know? I, I think that there's some people that are just going to wear masks like say that fucking tomorrow you know it's just hypothetically like covid just goes away oh i think a lot of people will yeah, and i think they, uh, you know i think some people definitely should if they live with like a a grandma or a grandma yeah, high risk absolutely. you know that kind of thing and that's fine but i mean yeah. it's that's the thing is like there's like the the thing about this conversation just fucking the reason that there's shit so polarized in general is because nobody thinks about like the truth being somewhere in the middle Right. It's like, okay, for one thing, okay. Uh, on, That's on, a wonderful point. On, on the far right, conservatives are like, oh, fucking COVID's a hoax. And then on the far left, it's like, fucking, we need to stay inside forever. But it's like, 
there's like, a there's but, a middle. And then if you're can in we, the like, middle, compromise a little but bit? if you're in the middle, you're almost like yeah, in the middle, you're, you're, you're you a dick don't, because yeah, exactly. you're in the middle. Exactly. Yeah, so you, you got to be on that side. Pick a side. No, pick, I don't. No, fuck. Yeah, exactly. No, I fuck. Oh my god. Thank you for saying. Let's throw some hands up. Let's throw some hands. Like let's go outside and take care of this situation. Yeah. When people when people say like like even um about like voting and shit and like and like again like i think maybe you know people should fucking vote i didn't vote just a heads up but like sorry i'm fucking but that's, but that's your choice i'm part of the problem you know? and Whatever. see I, and here's the thing that's your choice yeah and that's not a, and do you love me any less I, fuck yeah i love I, you i fucking love I fucking you fucking love too. you i love you too but yeah. like but just just for covid specifically it's like like okay obviously the virus isn't a hoax and obviously it isn't as deadly as we thought it was going to be so and Correct. we need to recognize that but yeah like if you know I think people should be allowed to work, but also like they sh- people should reserve the right to fucking be safe and stay home if they 100%. want to. And like, but yeah, exactly like what you said. The moment you say that, oh, you don't, you just want people to die. It's like, no, 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 no. No, I don't want people to die. I just, I understand that like people need to make an income because we still have to pay our bills. One hundred percent. If I didn't have to pay my fucking bills, yeah. I'd be fucking chill. I'd be like, I'd have like a dog sanctuary, no probably. shit, like with axes. And, I'd you be know, sitting here, fucking in a velvet robe. Fucking just sipping mimosas just sipping all day. Sipping mimosas, mimosas and playing some guitar. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like the big Lebowski, but Casey Ryan style. But all right, well, I'm going to read one, one more ad here. Uh, the Starving Artist is brought to you by Liquid IV. Liquid IV's mission is to help people everywhere live better lives, to optimize the body, hydrate those in need, and better the planet. Head over to liquid-iv.com. Use promo code Casey Ryan Music at checkout for 20% off. Again, it's liquid-iv.com. Promo code Casey Ryan Music at checkout for 20% off. Okay. Barb. Yes. I love you. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for having me. Yeah, take, uh, where can people find you on social media? Just, um, Barbicide187. On on Instagram? Instagram. Okay. And then Facebook, Barb, Barb, (laughs) I don't even know. Barb, Barbicide Trujillo. Okay, cool. Sweet. All right. Well, thank you so much. I love you. you. I love you too. That's it. Bye. See ya. Everything I've kept up inside of me.